That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello everyone and welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show Battle of the Bells Edition I am your host Jimmy T and my co-host they're back They're the same old guys every week It is Chris Sams, it is Jeff Littman Guys, welcome back to Rampage Uncaged Chris, what's cracking man? Yo, 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 that's uh, that's Crip Chris uh, oh, For yes. all you, for all my homies 
Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not claiming any sets. Please don't come kill me. I am Christopher Ams. That's AMBS, like Lions with Noel. It's bullshit first thing in the morning. Uh, if anybody ever forgets how to spell my last name, I'll just remind you. Happy Zombie Weekend, everybody. Uh, apparently the zombies come out this weekend. So, uh, you know, happy, uh, happy that. Wow. Jeff. Oh, it's my turn. man? It's your turn. Yeah, I don't know. I have a very special announcement to make. AEW had an exciting night of live wrestling in some place in Rhode Island and nobody outside of Rhode Island ever heard of. Lots of belts were on the line. So much excitement. Featured two excellent women's matches. Part of their game. And I, I can't believe it. I'm just so excited to have there's so many new things. So many exciting things going on at AEW. And, well, 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 my deal is here. <laughs> Wow, we've already got a, a we've got a few uh, comments in the chat. But Chris Willen says the PWC taking AEW bullets for us simple folk. <laughs> Thank you for that. How do you guys suffer through this shit every week? The answer is always penis. Well, <laughs> it kind of is always penis. Actually, it's been boobs lately. That's it's right. The BWC. Just just, just Chris, <laughs> because it is it is a festive uh, it is a festive time of year. You know, we suffer for the sins of the for, of the every man, and we go through that that pain and torment of watching AEW, so that so that we can save you from having to go through the the pain and the punishment and everything like that. We are we are your zombies uh, for this Easter weekend. <laughs> That's exactly right. We 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 sacrifice for man so that the greater power can be one with man. And right now, by doing the review, we ascend through our holy spirits up and. By tomorrow, we shall resurrect. <laughs> and happy Easter to everybody that celebrates it. And happy what Passover to... Sorry, what'd you say, Jeff? What's Easter? What are you talking about? Oh, I Zombie really weekend, what he means. It's what, that's what they weekend, used right. to call Easter like a long time ago. Really? Oh, well, there you go. Well, anyway, Facebook user says, Shave, Jeff, you're looking scruffy. I'm only scruffy. It's just that it's <laughs> colored now. Viv wanted to color it. I let her do whatever the hell she wants because she's the only one who needs to look at me and care what I look like. <laughs> Homeboy88 says, What's up, gentlemen? Jeff, I'm listening to your Tartaria episode right now. Pretty good. Well, well thanks for the pretty good on there. Didn't, didn't I get you how many downloads on your show? You couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> give me, it's awesome that it's going to be to the public. A little bit more than pretty good. Thanks. Thanks for nothing, homeboy. homeboy. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. It's you know life glorious, even. It's still He's not as good as the six from that the I've been on. But... Boy, eighty-eight. <laughs> Some guy I know from the neighborhood. But better yet, though, fellas, we got the common king in the house, in Todd Brantley. Hey, yo, what's cracking, man? What's hey, happening? Yo. Hey, yo, exactly. Anyone want to take a poll? <laughs> it's one more for the good guys. Anyway, because he also says, have no fear because the comic king is here. That's right. And Homeboy says, it's awesome. For fuck's there sake. We go. That's, <laughs> that's all I ask. I mean, this is a promotion. I mean, if you think privately, it's only pretty good. Tell me, but not the world for God's sake. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, let's the suffering begin because let's talk about AEW Rampage. I mean, is there any news we should be talking about? I think we've already broken out on previous shows. We should check it on the Smack Attack. It's AEW related that maybe if people don't watch Smack Attack, that Sonata defeated Okada and is the new IWGP champion. What? Uh, and, I, and I strongly suspect that that is just so Okada can lose it for Bidden Door 2 without the belt being involved. Is that 
Is that at Secure Genesis at that event that you won it? You are going way beyond my New Japan knowledge. I'm pretty sure that's what was on just recently. I mean, really? The only Genesis I know is the band and Sega. And, <laughs> and Nintendo, come on. Sonata uh, defeated Okada yeah, in, the, uh, in the Lada Lada Arena in uh, Shinzabata. <laughs> yeah. That's shocking, man. Okay. Why is a lot. Oh, that's it's a shame just, that Jimmy yeah. froze. Anyway, I froze. Yeah. Well, not quite. Uh, I'm still here because uh, Todd says he's not he's not doing much, but watching some XFL and don't judge him. No, it's good. Cool, <laughs> good, enjoy. <laughs> XFL's alright, man. Better you than me. Come on, absolutely. You anyway, want, you know what? You know what, Todd? You should do a PWC XFL review show. <laughs> God, do, do you think anyone will? Send us your audition tape. We'll see what your we'll see what your stuff is made of. <laughs> and before we get into Rampage, I just want to bring up one more comment because I like this one. Chris Whelan says, Seriously, I don't watch AEW anymore. Your review shows are enough for me. Almost enough to make a fella turn on MLW or Impact. At least they have consistency shitty or not. Uh, not really. They're consistently shitty, actually, Chris. Just quietly. So I wouldn't bother watching those shows every week. That I is mean, good. heck. I mean... It is. Consistently shitty. True. I, I mean, can't speak to Impact because I haven't watched it since they left regular, since they departed for Access TV. But MLW, I promise you, no, it's it, it it's not it's not it's absolutely not worth it. Jesus Christ! Well, anyway, boys, let's finally get into friggin' Rampage, and I will say this: we will get into Battle of the Belts later on, obviously. But um, I think it was better than Battle of the Belts, first of all. But uh, we start off though with an FTW Championship match. It is Hook against Ethan Page in a false count anywhere match, which I didn't even realize. Um, uh, lazy feel... booking. Lazy booking. Not just lazy booking, but what the hell was it? First of all, Hook, this is the longest match I've ever seen Hook in. Mm-hmm. So that's a plus, I think. That, I think that's why they made it that way. So he didn't have to actually wrestle. He could just do brawling. But right. why are there ever rules for an unsanctioned title? Uh, I, I have I no mean, idea, I mean, Make it like the hardcore title where it's sort of like defended anywhere, anytime, and, and make it sort of fun. Why not? I mean, that's that's a good idea. Well, I mean, well, I could do that. Why. The, the, I just realized that the reason is, is because the crowds like seeing Hook for whatever reason, so they put him on TV because they, they imagine that like all the female wrestling fans love Hook. All sixteen of them. I was gonna in. say, you see a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, what do you think of this matchup? Obviously, Hook does retain. I mean, he hasn't even lost a match yet in AEW. I don't believe. No, he's pretty much twenty six and zero now at this point. I think everybody's so, on a streak. <laughs> wow, that's true. Also, I mean, there's a few actual wrestlers that haven't lost, yeah. but um, Jim and Jade on a collision course. <laughs> Julia Hart's twenty-one and zero. Was she really? I could have sworn I've seen her lose a match before. Before she was House of Black, man. For for every life, for every life of year of age she has, she's won a match. Okay. Wow. Jinder's in the house under the bylaws of the FTW board. It respects the wrestling governing body rules and regulations. Ah, I see. Yalla to that. Thanks I for the information. Anyone who cites bylaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, to answer your question, Jimmy, uh, the match was actually not bad. Um, it was it was a get your shit in kind of a 
kind of a Oof. nonsense, everything, you know, go through tables and that kind of thing, kind of spot fest. But um, I actually think that Ethan Page kind of uh, proved, at least to me, if not to management in the back, that he can get a good match out of Hook, which I don't think anybody else can actually say they've done so far. Um, not that Hook hasn't looked good, but he hasn't actually had a decent match yet. Um, and I thought that this was a decent little hardcore match. It wasn't uh, it wasn't anything to write home about, but it also wasn't anything to fire anybody over. And I think that um, for that, awesome. Good job, Ethan. Jeff, what's your thoughts, man, on the whole match um, as a whole? I, I actually sort of agree. I, this was my probably the best hook match that I've seen, you know, I mean, I can't remember all of them, and there were probably ones that were they were short and brutal, which were which did the job as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was sort of fun. They wrestled into the crowd, and the crowd enjoyed it. And you know, you know, Ethan Page was definitely selling with them. I mean, it's a shame because Ethan Page is definitely a better wrestler, but that's not his lot in life in AEW. And you know, he doesn't work for Impact anymore, so he's getting more than fourteen dollars and sixty three cents an hour. So, you know, good for him. But you know, the 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 entire firm looks like jokes and. You know, just hopefully Hook can now move on from that. And, you know, in the back we saw wrestlers totally watching TV sideways, uh, <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy and um, Matt Hardy. And then I guess the next story is, you know, them fighting each other again, which is how they became friends again was in the in the beginning was by fighting. And now how they're going to, you know, it, it, it's sort of it's sort of the, they married by hating each other first and falling in love. And then they had a short marriage and then they realized they hated each other. And now they're divorcing again. And we're going to see it all in the, the wrestling ring. Unfortunately, like the friends of uh, Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton, I feel <laughs> like I've seen it already. Yeah, well, That's true. It does feel that way. Actually, as a matter of fact, my significant other D actually said, it feels like deja vu. And I'm, and I'm like, actually it's true. She's right. So yeah, you're right, Jeff, about that. But like Chris said, it's true. You agreed with, it's true. It's, it's deja vu. <laughs> yeah, good one. Ooh. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Adaptation. That's what us yeah, professionals yeah. do. Absolutely. Um, but I will. I will agree with you guys, though. It was the match of the night, even though it was you know. We didn't just, say it was the match of the night yet, Jimmy. We just well, said I, it was an enjoyable well, match. For me, it was probably the most enjoyable match of okay, well, the rampage you portion. Us on that, just speak for yourself. Match of the night. Well, well, I thought Chris actually sort of mentioned that, but I could be wrong. I might have misheard him. That. Oh, well, anyway, uh, who cares? No, We're not going to argue that. No, but I do think that it was the best performance by anybody by Ethan Page and that he was able to get something out of Hook here. Yeah. Which is true because, I mean, Hook has never been... I mean, the match went for a good 15 minutes, right? I mean, roughly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and they adhere to the rule that whoever puts the table goes through it, even though the match was already... Oh, the one thing I didn't like about the match is Ethan Page tapped immediately, way too quickly. Oh, I hated that too. It, it didn't That's look true. like it was really affecting him. And and why? Because they want a strict timeline for, for Hook to walk out and then decide to put him through the through the table. I mean, what, why couldn't he have just, like, you know, had it so that it was, you know, had it cinched in for longer, then Ethan Page, you know, goes out, and then Hook sort of accidentally throws him to the side, and just he goes through the table that way or something. I, I don't know. Why couldn't he lock a properly, you know, the Katahajime, which is the OG name of the rear naked choke from Taz? That's the what Taz what? used to call it. The Katahajime. It's a fucking rear naked <laughs> choke. I know. Jesus. That's, 
That's that's what fucking Taz used to call it. But yeah, you're Why right. Why did you cut up Charmaine and who's Charmaine? <laughs> Taz back in ECW, he obviously used to use the same move as his son does, right? As his finisher. Don't give Taz any WWE, ideas. In WWE, they called it Taz Mission, but in ECW, he used to call it the Katahajime. Well, Taz Mission is more clever. <laughs> it's still, I could picture WWE going, or especially Vince McMahon saying, Ah, oh, man, what the hell is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Vincenze, or Vicente McMendez. Sorry. I was meant to say, Son oh, is that Gomez? Son of man. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, but Hook does end up winning the match. It was a fun match, but yes, you're right, Jeff. Um, Ethan Page tapped out way too fast, and it wasn't even locked on properly, but whatever. It is what it is. And unfortunately for him, he has to be a jobber for everybody in, in AEW. And I'll be honest, I was never the biggest Ethan Page fan, if you know why. I know you guys know why. But he grew on me, and I became a fan racist. of his. <laughs> Shh. Nah. But um, he did he did grow on me, and I ended up liking him. So all that bullshit aside, I do think he's, a genu- he's genuinely a good player in professional wrestling maybe he's also a good guy i mean so he he does absolutely one other thing that's i don't think it's a nitpick and this is this is the booking's fault the very next match that comes out is darby allen versus lee moriarty and big bill well just lee moriarty but those are two members of the firm and they're not out there to help him i mean i'm glad they're not because we don't need all that uh, gobbledygook but it makes no sense so why is that match booked for this show immediately afterwards i mean you know, book it for a different show if you have to have it. You, I mean, you have Rampage. Make it like the second match or something. And then, you know, I don't know, whatever. And have them get, you know, barred from, from the arena so that you you know that the rest of the firm can't be there or, or some shit like that. It's true. Um, did, did did they announce that this was a false count anyway match on Dynamite? Because I don't recall that. I, they the didn't, right? I heard it was. Yeah. Again, I'll repeat the, the, you know, just tell us FTW is an unsanctioned title, and all matches are false kind of anywhere, no disqualification. Just, so, mean, is that the new rule now, Jeff? No, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm making that up. The, the, okay. That would make sense. No, I, I didn't hear it until tonight that there was a false count anywhere. I, you know, but I mean, you guys are much better at listening to commentary than I am. They speak way too quickly for me, and I tend not to really listen to them. They say so much, blah, 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 and they're promoting 17 shows at a time. Yep, it's true. like I. I I'm just trying to absorb what I saw on the screen and then what I liked and didn't like and categorize, catalog that. And I, I, I can't, I can't listen to the commentary with their, you know, their flash, like, you know, it, auctioneer pace. So I, I don't, the answer is, I don't know. Well, you know what the real answer is that Jeff, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Todd Brantley says, I'm still trying to figure out why hangman page would come out by himself to get his ass kicked with no weapon. Cause I'm he's an amateur. Amateur. Um, he, Amateur. He has, the, he has the power of the butterflies with him. And also, nobody came out to help him. Shakes my head. He is, well, nobody loves him. That's the story. He has no friends. No friends. He's just a loser, Todd. Come on. I mean, that's what he is. He's a loser, like straight up. He's a loser, baby. <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, who cares about Hangman Adam Page and where they're going with that? Because, well, Todd does. Well, clearly Todd does, but yeah. Unfortunately, I... Couldn't care less at this point. Anyway, next we move on to QTV <laughs> about joking about the Lucha Brothers for the Ring of Honor tag title match against QT Martial. 
and William Hobbs. QT won't be caught dead doing flippy crap, apparently. Even though I've seen him do that before, funny enough. I've actually seen him do a 450 splash, believe it or not. And Harley Cameron told QT to break a leg. Oh, God. He <laughs> qu- he quipped he, he, um, he quipped about who am I and, you know, doing the, the leg thing. And it's apparently Dante Martin. The QTV crew yeah, all chuckled. And Aaron Solo... <laughs> Uh, spritz his breast spray into everyone's mouth, which was kind of weird. The Banaka yeah. Blast. Whatever that was. It was kind of weird, and they were all just laughing. And, uh, yeah. Well, you Guys, anything the, to say? The, I mean, you missed the lines because they also go out at the Flash auctioneer pace, which is too great. But they they actually have some clever things in here that it's too It's getting too to clever hear. now, though, Jeff. That's right. the problem. But at the beginning, they said, everyone wants to talk about the big merger, and he, oh, and yes, he goes I on forgot, to something right. else. And they also talk about the new car that he got. How do you get that new car, boss? Well, Wardlow hasn't cut up his credit card, <laughs> which is dumb, but at least it's funny. I mean, and, and it reminds us the Wardlow exists. Uh, I forgot. And then they, I didn't know. And then Aaron Solo asks him, goes, did, did you ever wrestle in Ring of Honor? He goes, Aaron, I have <laughs> compartmentalize that portion of my... I mean, there's, there's stuff in here that's okay if they would just slow down and stop with all the... the I don't know if TMZ really has some guy that sprays Banaka in his mouth. But that, no, 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 they but, don't. And they have this other guy who's a total jabroni who nobody knows. He doesn't need to at least have Nick Camarado stand there or something that, <laughs> that they can work a story into this. But, you know, there's t- there's too much going on here. And there's raw material here, but somebody needs help with it. I mean, I don't even really mind Harley Cameron in this role. But Well, Harley Cameron, it's funny because she's there because there is an Aussie chick on the TMZ panel when they're doing this exact same thing. So I assume okay. that's why they hired her in the first place. I mean, she, I guess she's okay, but she spoke too much. Like she, like, she has to report to them who work for AEW, which basically also works for Ring of Honor. She's got to report to them <laughs> her intel on the Lucha Brothers is that... Interestingly enough, they just won the Ring of Honor tag team titles in the reach for the ladder match. Oh my. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, she, Chris, did you know? No, but I'm I'm like <laughs> Jeff. I actually think that this I actually think that this has a lot of potential. I think it could be it could be like one of the highlights of the night if they would do it properly. And they don't need a lot of time, but give it them a two rushed. minute. Give them a two-minute segment on every on every show, and it just give them like a proper introduction where you can see like a graphic like QTV, and then have them have them come up and be annoying and basically rag on wrestling Twitter because that's funny, that's hilarious that they do that. I think uh, Camarado being there too would be perfect. You have them have uh, you give them about I don't know fifteen seconds where they pan to him like it's his turn to talk, and you just have him go. <laughs> and everybody will just be looking at him like they have no idea what he's saying and then they just go off of whatever his expression is at the end if he laughs they all laugh <laughs> that's hilarious good jo- <laughs> good job nick all right now what about you or if he goes <laughs> at the end they'll go wow i can't believe that happened nick thank you move on like there's so many funny things that you could do with this segment that would be a lot of fun Oh, no, I agree. And, and you know what? As much as I can't stand QT Martial, he does play this role perfect. But they should implement it when they actually are in matches. It's like they don't they don't even bring it up during their matches or anything like that. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But um, Todd also says, just give me two minutes of Harley Cameron and I'm good to go. Two minutes only? Damn. 
That's that's no comic king shit right there, Todd. Come on now. <laughs> but anyway, she look. She looks like a damn porno star. Let's be honest, guys. Does she look like a freaking professional wrestler? I didn't even know who she was. And she's from one. Are you suggesting so. that professional women professional wrestlers haven't historically looked like porno stars? Oh no, and they in have. Fact, in, yeah, in, in many cases, have been them or become well, them. That's true. Uh, well, yeah, that's it's, also it's only true. within the last eight to ten years that that there's been that more of the women professional wrestlers have actually been professionally trained wrestlers that they made it before that. I mean, Stacy Keebler started as a stripper right here in Baltimore. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. She used to dance at Gals and Memories and Fantasies. Wow. Occasionally in Night Shift. Don't ask me how I know that. Because I yeah. saw her. <laughs> Bullshit. No way. Really? You actually yeah, I saw didn't her? Know I was seen, I mean, no, I, know. I get that. I, I get mean, that. You but you really... go by her, then go by who knew? But my, was it my friends Hancock? who were from that part of the town knew because <laughs> some of them went to school or they, they wow. responded like, oh, yeah, we saw her there. Yeah, like they go, that's wow. Stacey Keebler. She, she's dancing. They're like, does she still do? Yeah, she still does. But I think she's going to stop. And, you know, because she was a nitro wow. girl or whatever. And, yeah, and, right. And she, yeah, that's how it started. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Yo, Jimbo says, yo, yo, konnichiwa. Ah, arigato. And uh, he also says, man, wish I had seen Keebler as a stripper. Damn. Tell me about it. I'm still shocked that not only did Jeff see her in person as a stripper, but the fact that she was a stripper. I mean, because she's all class, man. I would never picture her being that type, but who am I to? <laughs> Jeff is lucky, he also says. <laughs> and Todd says, I meant two minutes of Harley Cameron for the segment, Jimmy, you amateur. <laughs> Don't lie, Todd. I mean, come on now. You knew, you knew what you meant. But anyway, um... Yeah, that, I'm still shocked. I'm flabbergasted, guys. I'm not going to lie. That really threw me off. So that's interesting. But let's move on, though, guys, because next we get the the team of spot entertainers in Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Ange, and the acclaimed. They are defeating El Jobbero in LSG, El Jobbero in Bobby Orlando, and the last jobber, the infantry. Um, what's there to really say other than they win? as And then afterwards, all three of them turn on the acclaimed, and that's that. Right. So, I mean, not, I, I don't really want... There's nothing really to report about this match other than those scissoring and turns, and that's it. Chris? Well, I mean, oh, well, Jeff. Well, you call them Chris. Let them say Chris. I was going to say, the, uh, the, the greatest part of this segment, and maybe the greatest part in AEW history, was uh, somebody brought a sign that was a Mount Rushmore of all Daddy Magic faces, uh, I didn't see that. I didn't that see was, that. Damn. That was wonderful um, to the point of just being hilarious. Um, everything else about this was kind of meh. It looked like the acclaimed were somewhat interested in maybe continuing this this thing with the Jericho Appreciation Society, but instead they the the JAS jumped them. So that's where they're going with it. And um, yeah. I don't care. Uh, these <laughs> these guys are not interesting right now at all. None of them. Like, none of them are interesting. Yeah. I do like, uh, you know, 2.0, though. Uh, like I said, especially uh, Daddy Magic. And you I know why not. my my nipples ain't hard? No, I love you want to know that. what makes Daddy Magic's nipples get hard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You me of spots entertainers. <laughs> Um, building off of what Chris said, I don't really care about this, and it this has absolutely lowered the acclaim. And just like everything Jericho, they 
they attach themselves to anything that's hot to try to try to get themselves heat and like most things in in aw they, they bring them down and not to use a pun on hook but there's a theory in law called the hooks theory that as long as you have enough ties to a certain place that you would you will adhere to the laws of that the place and be at least a semi-decent citizen and <laughs> we almost never see that uh, and it's the same thing in AEW. it's a flawed theory it doesn't elevate anyone it just brings down their star we've seen it with Wardlow we've seen it with Hobbs we've seen it with uh, Ricky Starks we've seen it with uh, Andretti who's already a jobber etc etc uh, Ethan Page with the with the firm or Hardy or whatever the fuck is going on there uh, Hangman Page with the Dark Order but here, it's happening to the Acclaim, who were red hot, and now we're in shit. Now, luckily enough, they have the uh, the raps that are usually funny, and they're pretty good wrestlers, and people love their chant and the daddy-ass thing. But the one thing I will say nice about this is that usually wrestling stories are extremely stupid. And this one is stupid, too. But at least the JAS recognized that the Acclaimed really were not interested in joining them, and they sort of suckered them into this match and had this thing planned, and then it made sense why Jake Hager was there to neutralize the other giant, uh, Billy Gunn. So I will say something nice about this in that the, you know this story wasn't lingered out. Like some things don't need to be strung out; they can just happen and have this little feud. And since you like the 2.0, you'll you'll see them doing shenanigans and cheating and whatever. And you know we'll see this for the next you know seven to ten weeks or until double or nothing or whatever. It's a low card feud for the acclaimed. It sucks, but at least that part of it, wrestlers weren't being stupid idiots. It's true. Uh, and Todd brings up an interesting point. How messed up was it that the acclaimed never got their one-on-one -on -one tag title rematch? And look what they're doing now. No bueno. That's what's well, true, but fuck the acclaimed at this point because that's what AEW think. I the mean, story, the only AEW merch I've ever seen other than an AEW shirt or something related to the elite has been a clean a claim merch scissor me daddy yeah Hats. scissor me daddy yeah, yeah, yeah. can you say scissor me jesus at this point i mean would why would i do that can okay. i yes will i know <laughs> chris would you scissor <laughs> me jesus <laughs> anyway uh way exactly fuck this shit as uh you know that other guy would say uh anywho let's uh go yeah, somewhere else be well get this guys we have swerve a story we swerve apparently because afterwards uh when the women celebrated together when billy went to hug hager the jazz enforcer slammed daddy ass matt maynard and angelo parker beat up the acclaimed and whatnot for so for whatever we move on to the next scene because swerve strictly announced a merger of the mogul affiliates and apparently we'll find out later on and we'll get to that when we get there but next it is darby allen defeating lee moriarty and apparently and now i didn't know this and i don't know how true it is but he did have the scars to prove it he was skateboarding somewhere in new york apparently and uh he got hit by a car chris do you know anything about that good <laughs> <laughs> jeff did you hear about that is that true i heard about it the same place and time you heard about it okay well i mean I obviously it wasn't it that bad because he's you know here wrestling he got our you know some raspberries i mean not that it's fun <laughs> but if you're going to skateboard in new york city that's probably going to happen more yeah, often than not that's especially if you're him probably taking chances all the time with everything like i'm glad he's okay i mean i mean but did they have to actually announce that because doesn't that kind of make him look like an idiot by saying it 
I don't know. I mean, I don't. It was fine. They I could mean, have made an angle out of it. They could have said, could have. "Oh, he was attacked backstage." Yeah, you know, like after someone last else and... ran him over, for example. Right? That was in AEW, like, or, yeah. or just that could... this matches because the the firm attached him attacked him backstage, and you know, and uh, luckily security got there before they could do anything. But you'll see the the scars on his back. I guess. Listen. They are very much leaning into Darby being a daredevil in real life. I mean, they wanted to be their Jeff Hardy, which is really a terrible roadmap to go by, given where what Jeff Hardy's done and where he's been. Though I think Darby is straight edge, so maybe they're counting out. Anyway, it. I mean, this, this is dumb. I mean, honestly, if you were an NFL player and that happened to you, your team would suspend you because it's in your contract. You're not allowed to like do zip lining, skateboarding, you know, roller funny. derby. You know, you can't do like downhill skiing. It's like there's so many things that you can't do. Um, and there have been players that have been suspended and whatever for getting injured in these freak things. Like Jeff Kent didn't get paid for a year because he injured himself. You know, he, he said he injured. He fell down the steps and it turned out he injured himself in like some sort of recreational thing like skateboarding or something he's so dumb it's so dumb anyway yeah you're right whatever it was they should have made it into an angle though like we said where mjf maybe ran him over for example because you know he doesn't want him facing him for his championship which we don't even know if that's even happening and when it's happening but whatever who cares um but yeah darby allen does beat lee moriarty i didn't like this match anyway to be fair i felt it was a, it was a little boring chris I don't know. What'd you feel, man? Uh, it was fine. Um, I don't mind Darby Allen matches as long as he's against somebody who's his size. Um, again, I loved the cruiserweights in WCW. So, but I did not particularly like when Rey Mysterio was fighting Kevin Nash. Um, right. Fine if he's going to be wrestling against people who are his general size. And I actually like Lee Moriarty in the ring quite a bit. Um, I think he does a really he has a really nice catch as catch can kind of style and um, I wish they would let him do something with it um, even if it's just you know give him a five minute uh, match on every on you know on every couple of weeks where he just shows a catch as catch can style um, but Darby Allen goes over with the coffin drop um, yeah the match wasn't anything really to write home about but it was fine yeah, it just felt underwhelming. Um, what do you say? But you know, StreamYard has been... Oh, oh come on. Anyway, don't, you don't need to put that on the screen. I didn't mean that. I was meant to put <laughs> Todd's. But anyway, Darby Allen and Recreational don't go together. That, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, what's up, Jeff? I with you, Jimmy. I thought what? this match was dull. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... I mean, I don't, I don't just... like Lee Moriarty because he has a terrible look. He's boring. He can't speak. His Tiger style means absolutely nothing to me. Sometimes he's got a manager, sometimes he doesn't. I mean, you have a big seven-foot giant out there who does almost nothing. I mean, yeah, I saw the big boot, which had almost no effect on Darby <laughs> for more than, you know, 11 seconds. Um, I just didn't they like need anything to stop about doing that. They need, they need to stop doing that in general in AEW. There is, con there is like, consistently there is outside interference that is ineffective. Like, if you're going to do the outside interference, it needs to be the solo Sokoa thing he wins the match for the guy who he's, who he's interfering for. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything when it happens. Yeah. And if they're not all together, I mean, how are we supposed to remember who's in the firm or who isn't in the firm when they're all over the place? You know, And somehow Ethan Page has an interest in Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy's contracts, or, or rather, yeah, Ethan Page's. But 
I mean, doesn't Stokely have the interest? Like, when did he? When did Ethan Page get elevated to partner? I thought Stokely was the head of the thing. I, I, I just don't understand any of it. And then to make matters worse, Swerve comes out at the end, you know, staring at Darby. They talk about their history and whatever. And, and so you think, okay, well, Swerve said he's going to hire somebody. He's he's bringing on his army. Well, the firm have at least an army now. I don't want to see them with Darby because I think he's pretty much beat them all already. Uh, and he didn't, but, you know, then Brian Cage comes out and beats up Darby, and he's the ring of honor, one-third of the trio's champions. The other two guys aren't there. Prince Nana's there. And, you know, you, you know Brian Cage is only on AEW TV to lose, but did he hire the embassy? That's what they said, but we didn't see the whole embassy. I mean, it's just... It's just weird. Just everything they do is weird. That's all I'm saying. At least it wasn't like some guys from outside that, are, that they would think are exciting free agents that aren't. But uh, I don't know. It sort of sucked. Like it would have been cool if it was like AOP or something. Well, like Todd said, that would involve psychology. And he's talking to you, Chris. And that's not going to happen. He's got a point. It is AW. There's no such thing as psychology in this company. But... I digress. They don't need psychology. They just need basic thinking. It is basic thinking. That's right. It's all it takes is basic thinking. But for whatever reason, Jeff, this company just doesn't have basic thinking. They just don't know. Well, we know. Read a book. Read a book. Play a video game. Watch a movie. Classic storytelling is everywhere. It's not that hard to figure out. It's not. But for whatever reason, uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, man. And also... He says, you mean Brian Cage that was going to leave AEW for NXT according to the sheets? Weird. Right. It is what it is. And yeah, we do get that why, merger. Why would he go to, 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 from getting what probably $300,000 a year for doing almost nothing and working indies uh, to going to NXT where he would probably get $78,000 a year? <laughs> True. Fair point. Actually, speaking of that, I was reading an article before we move on to the main event, right? And I'll use that term lightly. Um, I was looking at, apparently, MJF, before he signed the kind of new contract, not a new contract, but his pay rise, right? Mm -hmm. Because apparently that was legit. You know how much he was getting paid before he actually signed? I think it was 240-ish, somewhere around that. I don't know how true this is, but it's a lot less than that. Or or maybe it was, was it 110? 110 yeah i i remember seeing the number yeah it was yeah i think it was 110 i think i think he got a raise up to like two and a half million or something like that oh no i think it's oh maybe it was two and a half it was either between one and a half and two and a half but uh yeah I think either way two four from i think i saw right. 2.4 i mean Ridiculous. i don't know if it's true or not but that's right two four yeah yeah he was only getting i think a lot of those guys were only getting paid 110 but that was three times what they were making at like mlw or <laughs> actually much more than that and he then, was getting seventy k before that, apparently. Yeah, and yeah, so that's a big raise. But you know, and then they, but they would also work on the indies, and you know, maybe you end up bringing in a, a buck thirty, but you 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 spend sixty eight thousand dollars to get your buck thirty. No, that's true. Uh, Yo, Jimbo says for me, Cage has lost a lot of his stock, <laughs> yeah, and it's a shame because he looks fucking. He looks like a million bucks. Even I actually like. When he does that gesture, right? He looks good doing it and whatnot. But yeah, they just start and stop and start and stop. They don't know what to do with Brian Cage at all. And Yo, I've never Jimbo, been the biggest fan of his. Cage is like a, a like a come uh, Johnny come lately crypto. Of course, he's lost all <laughs> his value. 
<laughs> Todd comes up with the best comment though. May I suggest resting for dummies? You could. I mean, shit. Just hit up. You should write it. Just call it wrestling for fools. <laughs> wrestling for marks, mark tards. Chris Willen also asked, "Hey, hey, fellas, anyone seen Mirror Lady?" Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, we we, we hung out last night. Yeah, yeah, he's doing well. He's, he's still getting paid. He was swingers. Yeah, he's yeah. Jeff his, was. Uh... Jeff went to a Jeff went to a restaurant and he sat down at a table that he didn't know had been reserved by Miro. But when Miro mm. came in, he was very gracious and uh, you know allowed Jeff to stay in his seat. And then you know Jeff went over and they started up a conversation. And long story short, they uh, they had a six month long love affair where they made I was going to say the same thing. Homosexual love to <laughs> and it was glorious. It was glorious. Yeah. Every day was Bruce. And the best thing about being in a swing relationship with with Miro, he just likes to watch. <laughs> so he's a cuck too, and I yeah, bet he was he, blaming he, his he, his he god. Watching, so hey, <laughs> me La Sicaria, Lana, Ooh. CJ Perry. You can role play, put on the blonde wig, Lana, <laughs> take it off your CJ. <laughs> she puts on some of the armor from her from her movies. It's like you know fucking Voltronet. I mean, it, you know, the whole thing's great. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Oof. We did little okay. action sequences, and it's awkward because Miro doesn't have a, a one way mirror, so you can actually see him going to town you know behind oh, the window God. but it's you know it's the price oh, you boy. pay you have to pay that's images. the price you pay for friendship <laughs> the price and, and, the and price sitting at the table that you wanted to be seated at yeah. the the cosplay Chris, gets me worried though that happens Chris. to me isn't uh, it that's weird that's weird that's yeah yeah, yeah. crazy that's very weird indeed the cosplay part that's though Jeff, I don't know, by the way. oh really <laughs> whoa really yeah well, anyway, uh, that's where Miro is, Chris. So there's the information. You heard it here first on Rampage Uncaged via channelattitude.com. So, yeah, you can thank us later. Absolutely. Anywho, uh, Todd also says, good for you, Jeff. I've heard that about Miro being a cuck. But, hey, no judgment here. The, the judgment should be favorable. <laughs> it should. Yeah. It should. Absolutely should. Good job, well, guys. Jeff, you got to do is you, you got to share an experience with Bobby Lashley. You know, you and Bobby Lashley have done at least one thing that is <laughs> Jeff, good for you, Jeff, Jeff. 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 Oh shit! If you had the, oh, I won't even ask you that, Jeff. As a matter of fact, let's just stay clear from that. Let's just, but yeah, uh, let's yeah, let's just stay away from that one. It is Easter. Come on, we'll just stay away from that. But anyway, why would you next pass week- over something? <laughs> yes very 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 good very well played um next we get a hype package for the rampage main event guys it is julia hart has three rules apparently for anna J. First of all she says don't touch the hat hagar right repeat. and then repeat indeed second she says there will be a lesson in agony i wonder what that means guys hmm. warning to and the then, audience right and then the third one is the house always wins. Right. Well, get this. She also says that Jay has a fat ass and a bad attitude and an eye going that way, apparently. Not by her, but you know what I mean. They keep saying that. That was MJF. She will choke out that spooky bitch. And Mark Henry appeared on screen for his signature line. And come on, Chris. It wouldn't be the line without you saying it. Well, there's <laughs> been enough talk. It's time. For the main event. <laughs> by, that's by the right. Way, 
first of all he pooped it's like he teleported in like he did you know like usually he's you know and did you notice he was wearing a different thing and all those other times he was wearing the same like a blazer and a, and a like a black tennis shirt and remember Jeez. what i said i think they just had him come in and like do like 10 of these recordings just for future oh, for shows 100 percent and look i think i'm 100 percent right and i think now we're going to see him in this same outfit for the next seven weeks because he's like i ain't fucking coming in anymore just just let me do this take six times and then and I'll, I'll see you in two months i'll see you for the pay-per-view <laughs> and shout out to the chat i'm glad everybody's laughing yeah. everyone's finding this shit funny, we Todd said, funny. Don't, absolutely todd brandley said don't I mean, touch Chris the hat I, don't anyway <laughs> oh. <laughs> eat a dick jeff you know you like eating dicks come on now uh not unless <laughs> you let me sit at your favorite table <laughs> oh and what table is that jeff tell us stories i know anyway i have a i have a favorite table but it also happens to be someone else's favorite table it's a famous wrestler it's mirrors it always leads to the same thing play along i I know it leads back to damn penis i get it i know it's it's a (laughs) stick we've taken two sticks and merged them into one but but you know what guys i I was proud you know for a moment we got away from penis talk i've heard i've heard that lana really likes when you put two sticks together Ooh. <laughs> go great together god anyway uh we're gonna go to hell for sure today but anyway todd says don't touch the hat don't smile don't pull my hair unless i tell you to that's exactly what she meant no Let's... kissing on the mouth <laughs> don't call so my ass back so she's a prostitute now jeff i mean chris I'm just following along with with Todd's line of... uh, No kissing, they say, Chris. (laughs) But anyway, I don't know how it works in in Canada or the US, but apparently here... Neither do we, Jimmy, but it's good that you know in Australia. (laughs) Uh, uh, Breaking news. I've only... Wait, 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 wait. I've been once, and you don't want me talking about it, trust me. It was... uh, No, we don't actually... Put it this way. I I didn't pay for it, and I didn't want to do it exactly about that it was you a particular put event. it that way <laughs> he's growing up jimmy t again it was a party put it that way was, was just, your pimp? no we went together at the time but um well, she, could she knows about it i have an actually good earner <laughs> anyway let's not go there let's just forget what i just said let's nope. move on though there's no way i'm ever forgetting what you just said <laughs> you don't even know what anyway anyway let's just move on because we have... I could have oh, the God worst form of Alzheimer's on earth and I would still remember <laughs> that one thing. <laughs> well, like Todd says, what happens in Australia stays in Australia. Exactly. That's what why happens, he's a comic king. What happens out back stays out back. <laughs> but does that apply to the indigenous reservations? Oh, you don't want to go there, bro. They'll fucking... I do. Obviously, oh, I do. I'm telling there. you, man. Our indigenous folk will absolutely kill you if, you if you're a white man walking through there. I'm telling I'm you. Not go- well, so you're saying it didn't. Okay. <laughs> there you go and yo Jimbo laughs um anyway so we go to the main event it is Julia Hart it is Anna J I'm Latino <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you off the air Jeff alright but anyway well I think we all are as a matter of fact That's right. but um <laughs> anyway Julia Hart does defeat Anna J in an absolutely pathetic match I don't even know why it's worthy I will say this or worthy for a main event that is but I will point out one thing I didn't mind Julia Hart's entrance, but why was she singing as she was walking out? Like, that was a bit, mm, you know what I'm saying? And why is everyone 
giving shit to Anna Jay lately. Like, one eye is that way. Her ass is fat. Really, she doesn't even have that much of a back. What's up with that? I mean, Jeff, <laughs> why is she getting all this like, well, shit? Well, uh, I assume the singing was her doing a witch's incantation. So that that's it that is? was the benefit of the doubt I, I gave her to that. I, I don't really know. About the Anna Jay thing, I, I don't know what's up with that because, I mean, she's a perfectly attractive woman as far as right. I can tell. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, like TV attractive, top notch. And as far as her eyes are concerned, I, I've never noticed that she's got a Shawn Michaels thing going on. That she's got neither have I. Uh, neither so, I'm trying to see it, but I don't I see mean, it. I mean, it must be something inside where people like joke about it that she's always giving people cross eyes. She must have said one day she can't control it or something. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any insight on any of this. I'm not like you with the inner workings of, of prostitution. <laughs> I'm glad Dee's got her headset on right now because I'm telling you, um, anyway. Oh, wait, she nodded her head. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, actually. Shit. Anyway, like Todd said, haters are going to hate, but it's true. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, this match sucked. Julia Hart does win, like I said. Uh, where do we go from here with her? I have no idea, but she doesn't even suit the House of Black. Have you noticed? She's kind of to the side. She doesn't even know what to do half the time when she's around the guys. Chris, do you have anything to say about this shit and why Julia Hart doesn't know what she's doing with Z-Boys? Yeah, it's a square peg in a round hole kind of thing. Um, <laughs> she doesn't belong uh, with the House of Black. They went with it because it was something that they thought could get over with the mist. Um, it clearly didn't. They dropped it too quick or, I mean, it was just a bad idea from the beginning. Um, she can't wrestle. She's now had 21 matches for AEW. She's 21 and 0. Um, and That's shocking, I, bro. And, and I think that maybe it should be one of those things where, you know, you retire at 21 and 0, like, you know, and then you, <laughs> and then you tell everybody, you know, like uh, I got, I got injured and otherwise I could have been a real something. I could have been a world champion. If only that thing hadn't happened, you know, I was unbeaten, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like, uh, like if Fernando Vargas retired before the Tito Trinidad fight, everybody would have went, yeah, Vargas. Remember that guy? He totally could have been world champion. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's not good. She's not good in the position. She's not a good professional wrestler. She looks Okay. But okay, right. Her face is not the greatest face, let's be honest, right? Anna Jay can touch it a lot quicker than Julia Hart can. Absolutely, um, I agree 100%. Uh, and she can just close her eyes if it's distracting. Um, <laughs> as, far as, as far as Julia Hart goes, no thanks. That's it. Just go away. Uh, Jeff? I have no strong position of, uh, as to Julia Hart with the House of Black. I mean, it, it, it's fine. It doesn't do much. She, you know, has taken some horrendous spots. She doesn't really know where to be and what to do, but I, I don't care. Would it have made more sense to do that with, say, Abaddon, who's who's on their roster allegedly, or, you know, someone well, else? Maybe possibly. It's funny because Todd, Todd brings up an interesting point, speaking of Abaddon, because he says, I'm telling you, someone like Victoria or Rosemary would be perfect for the House of Black. Well, I actually agree with him. And Rosemary works for Impact and doesn't leave Canada. So she doesn't. No, wouldn't be. But I understand what he's saying. Um, but I, I don't care about this side note. I, I want to talk about this match because this match was terrible. Neither one of these women knew what they were doing. It was slow as molasses. There's a lot of they quailing going on, too, Jeff. 
Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of waiting around, waiting for spots, you know, looking, just, you know, doing the waiting like quails, but there's only one of them standing around like in water, doing nothing, waiting for a move to happen. And the move was executed poorly. You had a point where uh, Julia Hart was taking Anna Jay's head, uh, you know, and, and she was supposed to be pounding into the mat. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, going yeah. slow. And Anna Jay's head was never got this close, this much closer to the, and that's about four or five inches. And you would see her hands going boom. Boom, boom, <laughs> and you could see the space between it, and it was every bit as bad a visual as when they had that Dark Order scrum back in the day, where Dustin <laughs> yeah. Rhodes was. There was a guy that was supposed to be punching Dustin Rhodes, and like they caught it in slow motion, and his like hand is like seven inches from the side of Dustin Rhodes. That's, head. Hey, but hey, that's not Anna's fault. She clearly has problem with depth perception, being that right, she yeah, only has the one yeah. useful eye. And, and they should know that, and they should. And the American Disabilities Act says that they should work around that, make reasonable <laughs> accommodations, and not have that be a spot. <laughs> so, uh, oh boy. Anyway, th- th- this was awful, and I have seen Anna J have okay matches i mean this whole thing about her being a wild child you know hardcore wrestler i don't care i mean you know it's 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 like Liv morgan doing it i i I don't i don't care it's like you know it doesn't but but when she's in a match with someone who's really amateurish like julia hart who is only 21 um by the way kaden hanafi if you're listening to this or you get this remember three four years ago and you said you see superstar in julia hart and i said i don't know what the hell you're looking at well, this is a this is a delayed suffocating moment. Um, but anyway, this is a this this match was the drizzling shits, and this was this is this is what your end of, of, of dynamite was. If I was watching AEW for the first time, and the Fast Nationals looked like like I mean Rampage looks like they did pretty well, um, you know, for them lately, not not you know not you know not like historically well, um, I wouldn't stay tuned in for Battle of the Belts. Now, I mean. There's probably nobody on earth who tunes into AEW Rampage for the first time. And how I think, you know, no one watches Rampage by accident anymore. So it probably doesn't matter. But wow, this, this, I mean, this match, I don't, I know who thought it was a good idea to put this on, on TV, but even they in their addled Adderall and cocaine and, <laughs> and, you know, bad meth cocktail. Of, Hi Tony, of yeah. extra strong Hi, espresso coffee mix, whatever, whatever kind of grinding <laughs> you got grinding your gears. This was a uh, bad idea. At Jesus. least see the test match first, see how it goes before you decide to put it on TV in front of a national audience. This, I mean, if anything, this is this is what you put on dark. Exactly. Sorry, <laughs> Tony. You're right. My bad. <laughs> I don't like when you yell at me. Uh, fucking hell, this guy. But, but this, this this may have been. One of the worst matches I've ever seen. I'll tell you this right now, Jeff. I'm not going to put up with this fucking shit. I'm telling you. (laughs) He does a fucking great. I'll I'll, I'll give you that, Chris. I mean, look at that face. I have more money than Jim Jim Crockett. (laughs) (laughs) He he actually probably did and does. Of course Um, he does. That's what I'm saying, right. You know, it it is. Jeff might have more money than Jim Crockett. (laughs) That's true, too. (laughs) Now... Anyway, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Todd says Julia Hart, no good. And no Joe Jimbo says, I agree. I lost all interest in House of Black when she joined. She takes away the toughness in that group. It's true. And it looks like they're just not interested in her. Like they, they kind of move away from her, if that makes any sense. Like, I don't know, man. They just don't want her there, I think. Um, and, they, and she's probably not even close friends with them. That's another thing, you know. But um, Jimbo also says Abaddon would have made more sense, man, for sure. I agree. And Todd also says Anna Jay, also no bueno, but great to look at. 
and not cross-eyed. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, I, I agree with that because I don't see it either. Maybe it's a joke. Well, anyway, whoever said Julia Hart's potential should seek mental help immediately, Jeff. You hear that, Kate, and get therapy. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think that as like as the resident Canadian here, I really just believe that Julia Hart should have to change her last name, like legally. She shouldn't be allowed to wrestle with that last name. It's not a, okay. just a black heart, like Shotzi. Yeah. yeah. Black heart uh, will be fine. Not even black heart, because Owen Hart used that originally too. Gray heart. Remember that? Gray heart. Not even heart. Bland heart. Pink heart. Bland heart. Bland heart's right. good. Bland heart, actually. Which one? Taupe. Taupe heart? Mm-hmm. Or what about Suicida heart? Ooh, I think that that's that's a lot of syllables. <laughs> Yeah, it's suicida. That's too many. Too many? Damn it. Oh, Pink Heart. See, the the listeners have spoken. I think Pink Heart is the, the logical one. How about we take the heart out of it and just call her um, Julia? Smith. She Smith. can be Julia Smith. She can be Julia Smith. I mean, if they want to make her evil, they, they, they call her Lilith, you know, or, or something like that. I mean, True. there's plenty of this. Don't talk of- logic. Stop, stop talking logic. And why does Jim Ross keep calling her a Jezebel? Oh, that that uh, you know what, man, you're right. I kind of kinda get, get cringed. Is, is that she's a rat that she sleeps around back there? The poor thing. Exactly, is that's what I'm saying, dude. And like I was it. cringing. He was frothing, man. You could tell. He's like, ah, oh, look at look at look at these two Jezebels. Look. Oh yeah, there was nothing. Jim, like Jim Ross, clearly is not paying attention because when somebody did, did uh, <laughs> the okay, who who works with Matt Hardy and uh, was doing the, uh, they, they did the twist of fate. And someone goes, that's a twist of fate. And Jim Ross goes, oh, yes, you corrected like him. like a BDT to me. And then he goes, that was right out of Matt Hardy's page, playbook. And Jim Ross goes, it was indeed. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah, that's true. Like, it was Excalibur that corrected him. Right. About, I think that was the hook match, wasn't it? It might have been. And there, there it was, was, it was. There was actually some pretty funny stuff, you know, between if you listen to all the botches they make. Excalibur was actually sort of on tonight. He was. He actually was. And, you know, I hate to say it. Uh, I mean, JR, I, I love you, man. No, no, really. I love I love him. The be- Possibly, arguably, the best commentator in the history of professional wrestling. But right now, he's just, he's getting too old to be doing this stuff. And he just I don't think it's his age. You don't think so? You just think he hates the product that much? I think he legitimately hates the product that much. Uh, like, I, I actually right. think that. And JR is way too much of a company man to just come out and say that. But you can kind of tell, like you said, from the, the, the pure lack of, like, focus that he seems to have to, like, when he talks about uh, when he talks about it on his podcast, even he doesn't speci- he doesn't specify anything. People are like, "How's AEW? Oh, it's great, man! You know, all them all them boys and girls over there working real hard, and we're we're you know, I'm I'm real proud hard. as hell to be to be a part of that company." And like he's he's saying the right things, but he's saying the right things in a way that it's like you know he's not fucking paying attention. But well, at least once a month, he says he he slips up a little bit because you know he doesn't slip because you know he doesn't he wants to say things. And this yep. this very week, he they quoted him saying, he, "Jim Ross thinks that AEW has too many wrestlers," and of course they do. And, you know, a, a blind man could see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. First of all, they got a lot of crappy wrestlers too. To be fair, I, I think they needed like absolutely get rid of so many people on that roster. 
it's just too many gar- too much garbage on yeah, that freaking roster. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Make amends with companies like what? Impact and NWA and AAA that I'm, you know, and 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 solidify relationships with places like DDT and New Japan. Send them each six to ten wrestlers and let and let them beef up their rosters and say, I'm going to keep paying them. Don't worry. You work them into stories. Just don't make them look too bad. You know, treat them like your own. And as long as you do that, you can keep them for eight months. Bring them back. I'll give you a new rotation. And every now and then, I may ask for one of your top people to be on our show. What the hell just happened? I don't know. Jimmy disappeared. Uh, that's okay, though. We don't need him. Um, as long as we're yeah. still in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we're still in the air. Hey, uh, chat, go ahead and uh, give up. Go go ahead and throw up an F in the chat if we're still on, guys. Uh- <laughs> Man, did that happen to you guys just then? No, no just, just you, Mark Henry. It said no shit. It, it, it just kicked me out of StreamYard and said an error occurred. You know that just, was weird. Just come back and say, it's time for the main event. <laughs> that was weird, man. That's never happened before. But anyway. Yeah, it was just you. We were still on the air. We got an F thrown up. Thank God. You. Thank God. Because then it would have stopped the recording and then we would have really been screwed. Um, Chris, what were you going to say earlier there, man? Um, I, I was going to say, here's the problem. Uh, when they started this company, they basically made it seem like this was Mother Teresa starting a wrestling company and that nobody would ever be fired because, you know, firing people is wrong and it's bad. And it's something that those other guys do over there at the other place that's bad wrestling, that's that's run by a bad, bad old man who's bad. And, you know, nobody could ever possibly get fired from our company. They could kiss the my one, ass, pal. And the one fucking time I can remember <laughs> that they actually did fire somebody for cause it went it went through the fucking Twitter grinder of oh he must be racist against what's her name Hogan there who he fucking mm-hmm. fired because she wasn't good and was injuring people. Well, I mean, you gotta grow some fucking balls, Tony. This is how business works. You you wanna be a big boy, you wanna play with the big boys. You're in here with the fucking sharks in professional wrestling. You're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to learn how to actually stop taking this fucking shit and fucking do your job fire some of these fucking people they're not good enough to be on tv you just tell them hey you go away you do some stuff you get better and we'll really and we'll we'll reevaluate in a year or in 16 months or in however long it takes for you to go the fuck away and get good at professional wrestling i agree 100 percent. i mean tk needs to graduate to his pull-ups he's huggies pull-ups man you know what i mean and get away from the diapers because yeah, he's just a little bitch, bro. I mean, seriously, I, I can't stand, I cannot stand him as a as a person. Even though I don't know him personally, just by looking at the guy. I mean, when you have eyes ready to pop out of your head like that, I'm sorry. And it, you know what? He's never addressed actually, guys. If he's on any pharmaceuticals and whatnot, he just ignores it. So I think he actually is on something. You don't have eyes like that. I'm sorry, you just don't. You just you just don't. I hope one day eventually we do hear that he's just a big coke binger, man. It would have been funny if he's hooked up with the Colombian cartels or something like that. I would really laugh about it. But anyway, that was Rampage, though, folks. I mean, is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into Battle of Z Belt? No, sir. No, sir. Chris, I mean, any, anything else? Julia Hart walked off, and, and as she was walking off, Best Friends was, was coming in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she stared uh, at the Best Friends. Yeah. Yeah, because you know they, they, that, that was weird like, too. Let me, use a, let, let me use let let me use a good word since Kevin Owen used it on Friday night. She leered at the best friends with both Couldn't eyes just... pointing in the same direction. 
<laughs> you character. Anyway, uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, Jimmy, it was stupid. I, I've been told by by the chat and by people in other comments that I am not entertaining. But as long as I entertain you, that's all I care about. Well, that's true. That's all. That's all. That's all, all we really care matters. about. That's true. Just keep, that's just all keep entertaining us, and we'll keep you around, Jeff. That's, right. <laughs> that's, that's all thanks. Oh, God damn it. Anyway, guys, all right. Well, let's get into the Battle of the Bouts portion. So I'm just going to play a little intro for the Battle of the Bouts part, and we will continue. So we'll be Good back idea. literally Copyright. in like a minute, like not even. All right, so mean, if we ever need to license these separately, we can make them into two different shows for licensing rights. Exactly. Actually, a minute and a half, we'll be back. Everybody and welcome back to the uh, least important hour of professional wrestling. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, we're we're here to record the Battle of the Belts. Uh, here uh, we're we're here to review the Battle of the Belts, which is super super important and really really meant means a lot and is really important that people watch and pay attention to and uh, probably going to be a place where where TK announces something major at some point here because. Nobody fucking watches it. Anyway, here we are. Uh, we're here on HMG, channelattitude.com. I am your host, Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. I'm here with my usually unusual co-host with the most from Port Phillip Coast, Jimmy T of the PWC. Jimmy, tell the people hi. Hello. Why, hello. Yes, we're back again. Like, I mean, you did see us like literally two minutes ago. But yes, this is the Battle of the Bouts portion of Rampage Uncaged right here on channelattitude.com. Yeah, right on. Uh, also joining us is my uh, especially special sometimes co-host uh, with the most from the all-Atlantic coast, Jeff Lipman. Jeff, how the hell are you? JTV is, gr <laughs> JTV is greater than QTV. <laughs> It's we, I, I hate that, right? I'm trying to point sometimes too, and I wind up pointing over here because that's what it looks like. Wait a minute, I'm trying to point at Jimmy, but Jim, Jimmy's so wait, over wait, wait. there now. You guys have—is it the opposite? It's not mirroring. Yeah, it, it, yeah. You can change that in the settings, by the way. I've got it like normal. 
So it's always easy for Jeff because I just go like that because it's just right, down, right. down, down. I mean, down. I use Lily as my as my roadmap. Well, if you go into settings, as a matter my of fact, my load star. Uh oh. Go to your camera settings in the settings, right? And then you'll see right underneath where it says camera resolution, mirror my camera. Click on that and it will be normal. So, all yeah. right, we can figure all that shit out another time. Right. Um, a couple <laughs> of comments uh, from the chat that we that we missed from the last show. Um, I like uh, I like Todd Brantley's last comment here. Um, if only we knew someone that would actually do that and keep TK in line. Ben Hamin? Question mark would be an excellent person in this role. And also, I really just want somebody with a billion dollars to give to give Ben Hamin creative control over a wrestling sh- company because. It would be brilliant and it would be awesome. Um, also, Yo Jimbo, uh, his last comment, uh, clearly lying. Jeff, you are super entertaining. Um, I read on, that. Don't tell him I, that, Jimbo. Come I read on, that in the same <laughs> voice, in the same voice and facial features that I've been doing my my Tony Khan impression. in. Jeff, you are super entertaining. <laughs> you just stroked his ego, Jimbo. God, God damn it. God damn it, pal. I don't know what you're struggling about. It's a little bit to the left. <laughs> and he laughs. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, well, let's get into the Battle of the Belts. Uh, like I said, guys, before we get into the actual show proper, uh, when they first started Battle of the Belts, it felt like it was like the importance that they sort of put into it, that it was, it was basically... Uh, going to be like a miniature pay-per-view every once in a while, that that's what these were going to be. They were going to be important. They were going to be something that you couldn't miss if you wanted to follow along with the product, et cetera, et cetera. And what they've turned into is, I mean, introductions. What the fuck is a drillistico? <laughs> that's a good point. What is a drillistico? I mean, you're right, first of all. It was sort of like, I thought it was going to be sort of like Saturday night's main event were back in the day where three or four times a year you did have like a extra special show. And that was back in the day where we're on your, your weekly wrestling shows. I mean, they were basically all main events. I mean, you like WWE main event or thunder. You never, there was never any doubt who was going to win the match. What is Drillistico? Drillistico is actually the youngest brother of Roosh and Dragon Lee. We know um, that, but, but what is a Drillistico, Jeff? I believe it's of the, it's like a dragon. It is. So it's why not Dragonistico then? Uh, well, uh, I, well, Drago is Spanish for dragon, so it's like it is the Dralistico. I think means Dico. like like lizard. You know, like mystic. They call it Mystico, and you know everything in, in there. That's is obvious. That's like so his name is basically Dragonish. Cool. Um, Dragonish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Awesome. But no, really though, Jeff. Like, Bruce should change his name is... to Puff. So he's Puff the Magic Puff. Dragon. He's got Dragon ah. Landrillistico. That'd be great. Ooh, that would be great. Puff on the Magic Dragon, or but, in this case, Puff on the Magic Dralistico. But it's a perfectly r- rational question to ask: What has Dralistico done to earn this title match? Uh, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Chris has no idea. <laughs> Jeff, clearly you have no idea. And as far I as mean, I know, I have not seen the Chiron that he is all elite, nor have I seen the Chiron that he, that he signed with Ring of Honor. As far as I know, he's a free agent, and he's still wrestling there because I, I guess the two brothers are either lobbying oh. to get him or to keep him away. I'm not sure which. Well, I want to report that. We forgot to report. <laughs> right, I guess he's all elite as of today. Sky Blue? Yes, we forgot to mention that. I just so, mentioned it. I know, I know, but we forgot to mention it earlier, I'm saying. 
So of all people, right, now after how long? How long has she been on and off on TV? For two years at least? 30 months. Something like that, right. You know, and now they... It, honestly, I think it, she she's with Dante Martin, I think, so that she gets enough money because he probably doesn't get paid while he's injured. <clears throat> yeah. And he wants to take care of all these uh, peoples, right? Right. Gotta eat. Gotta, Gotta eat. eat. It's true. Uh, speaking of Sky Blue, there was a quote here that I wanted to read from uh, <clears throat> from Soraya. It says, I feel like Sky Blue oh. is going to be the next big thing. She's growing and evolving, hmm. although we have to calm her down with wanting to take so many bumps, where me and Ruby what? are just like, chill, sister. Um, anyway, that's a quote from Soraya saying that uh, she thinks that, uh, that Sky Blue is the next big thing. Um, I'd also just like to point out that Soraya thought that filming a handicap match against Xavier and Maddox was a good idea. Um, and that she has a tattoo of Poppy on her fingers. So um, maybe her prognostications Ooh. aren't exactly prophecy. Um, fuck off, Paige. Blame this man. <laughs> or could it be this man? I don't know. <laughs> it's one of them. It's Listen, one of them. I, if... Soraya's opinion against Caden's opinion versus Sky Blue versus Julia Hart. I see a whole lot more in Sky Blue than Julia. I don't see her as being the next big thing, though. I mean, I just think the way she likes big things evolving, that you're you're going to have more of your big statuesque, you know, Amazon-like women. I just think that she's too too small, but but not small enough to be the lovable underdog. But wait, Jeff, and he's coming from the woman that that uh, loves big things. Um. Anyway, uh, what go. was that? You, you, you hey, say you what want was to that? Get away from penis, but you bring it right back to penis. What penis? I saw no penis. No. I I just see uh, a black thing there. I don't know what that is, but um. Anyway, that was you, the you, highlights. You bring it back that, to black penis. That, <laughs> that was the highlights of that three way that uh. That uh. <laughs> it wasn't a three way. It was a handicap match. Oh, sorry. Ha no, you're right. It was a handicap match. That was the highlights from that it handicap was definitely match. Definitely not the highlight. No, <laughs> that was the, the finisher. The that was the finisher. Maybe for you, it was the close-up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the highlight definitely had something to do with the with the championship belt. Um, the belt was there. I can I can actually inform everybody that the Davis Championship we, was indeed there. We know that there. you studied it frame by frame many times. Like I kind of have actually. I won't lie, I kind of have, but uh, we, can confirm, we, we, can, we can confirm that Jimmy did all of this. Um, uh, yes, I'm getting, I'm getting confirmation after he he paid for a prostitute and had sex with her. Just, just, uh, and, just and can, can can you do this? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> this is my PWC belt. <laughs> I'll never hire Soraya. God damn it! You never. I do, and I won't. And I don't care what anyone just says. Look alike. <laughs> Let's just move on, now, shall we? <laughs> you exposing me now, Jeff? You exposing uh, me? Come on uh, now. If you keep putting that picture up, what do you think is going to happen? What? Oh, there you whoops, go. it just flashed. Hey, we are you. on channelattitude.com. Just quietly, it, it's all good. It flies. That's right. You have to pay for this kind of comment. <laughs> exactly. Chris was doing yeah, so exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but he brought uh, up that that handicap match. I had to show highlights. I mean, she is all elite after all. <coughs> Just saying. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, this match basically goes how you would expect a match between Orange Cassidy and one of Roosh's little brothers. It's a lot of get your shit in. Here's some cool flips. Look at this jump that I can do. Um, hey, on the plus side, nobody broke their fucking leg. Uh, the match ends when Cassidy wins with an orange punch. Um, after the match, uh, the lights dim because this company just they loves did? the dim lights. <laughs> uh, and uh, Malachi Black says that he's always considered Cassidy to be talented, but says that he knows that losing to the house has been eating him alive. I don't think that anything is eating uh, Orange Cassidy alive because he doesn't care. That's his whole gimmick. The gimmick is, I don't give a shit. Um, anyway, then Buddy Matthews, um, Australia's Bret Hart, uh, says that Everybody's Australian's Bret Hart. Yeah, well, him and Emma. That's anyway. Australian. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I was gonna, I was gonna say that uh, you know, rest in peace to Australia's Bret Hart, but Butch was <clears> in <throat> New Zealand. Um, <clears throat> Buddy Matthews says that they were gracious enough to put their titles on the line. He says it's about time for Orange Cassidy to do the same thing. Uh, so it looks like we're gonna get those two for uh, Orange Cassidy's <laughs> international championship, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll actually get a, a video package or a Chiron where somebody is uh, is is up there with a flag other than the United States. We should have gotten one today with Jalistico. We didn't. I'm still trying to figure out what a Jalistico is, Chris. I still can't really figure it out. Or is he dragonish like you said? Okay. Oh, there you go. I'm still wondering if a guy who's supposed to be selling his hand injury from a week ago, why he's still using the orange punch as his finisher. Like he has... Because he recovered. Huh? He recovered. Yeah, but they kept saying that he's clearly favoring that hand. No, he ain't. How, how are you clearly, you know, favoring if he uses your finisher? That's just, that's just dumb. Anyway. Oh, speaking of hands, actually, uh, and I forgot to mention this. If when you we show another achievement. picture of Soraya right now after speaking, I'm not. Hands, no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no ricochet <laughs> either. No, <laughs> I haven't seen that one, and I don't plan to. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, but no, for real. Back when we were doing the machismo this past week. About when we were talking about Raw, I forgot to mention. Did anyone see Cody speaking of hands when he came out? He had his hand in his suit jacket. He done the Bavarian Illuminati sort of um, thing where he puts his hand in his suit. So that means he's eliminated and will win the WWE Championship very soon. He's the next chosen one for sure. You mean like the Napoleon? Yeah, you know when they put their hand in the Napoleon's in the jacket in the inside though. Yeah, like that. Like what Chris is doing, essentially. I think he was just trying to tell you that his ribs. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what they were saying. Like he's selling his ribs, but really he was, uh, you know, illuminated. So you think <laughs> the of a plumber has made his way to the Illuminati? He, he's finally exactly, made it. This is exactly the kind of shit that gets us that the okay hand, hand gesture is, <laughs> is fucking white supremacist. The demon. It's all no, devils, it Chris. No, it isn't. Shut up. <laughs> Not everything is like I get why people get this way where they where they get to the point where everything is a fucking conspiracy, but not everything is a fucking conspiracy. Okay, if you ever see me out and I go like this, I am trying to tell you I'm okay. I swear to fucking God. And that's what sure? this meant my entire sure? goddamn life, that's what this meant. So stop well, if, trying if... to let stop trying to let crazy ass people on the internet and racists take things from me this is mine they don't get to take it away from me well this is why 
wrestling is dying because wrestling's basically built on people who believe conspiracy theories. That's basically what kayfabe is and swerves are. Exactly. But right. Since now everything's a conspiracy, you don't need that sort of thing in your life when it's everywhere. So why watch wrestling? Why? It's true. So my conspiracy um, is I blame the conspiracy theorists on killing wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd says Jalistico means get your shit in in Spanish. Ah, in Espanol. We have an That's expert. We have a, we have, we I heard he worked at the UN for many years. <laughs> Todd also says, speaking of Soraya, did you hear or read about Soraya putting... Yes, we were talking about that, Todd. Why in the show four minutes, Todd? <laughs> I know. Where you been, man? <laughs> Jesus. Well, also, Anyways. read the comments before you post them, uh, producer. Well, I'm just putting it out there because so I can point it out. But anyway, oh, okay. continue on. All Please. right, continuing on. Back from break. Uh, backstage, Lexi Nair is with Mark Briscoe. Nair asks Briscoe how he's holding up after his match with Samoa Joe at Super Card of Honor because these two companies are completely separate and have nothing to do with one another. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Briscoe says he's not going anywhere. Uh, he says the Lucha Brothers will get the job done before Jay Lethal walks in. Um, he asks Briscoe, how long have we known each other, man? He says they've <laughs> known each other about 20 years. Yeah, man, yeah, you know, we've been good friends. And how come... How come we aren't working together, you know? And then Briscoe says, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. We can work together. So he shakes Jay's hand. And then everybody else from Jay Briscoe's group comes in and is like, yay, we got Mark. Hooray. And Mark Briscoe's looking like, oh, fuck. I didn't want to shake these idiots' hands. <laughs> uh, that's so true. Can I ask you guys a question? How did Mark Briscoe lose his tag team championship? Because I don't know. Does anyone know? He, he dropped really pushed it. He, he didn't want to get a new tag team partner. Is that how they did it? Do you, do you want me to go into detail about how he lost his, his tag team championship? Because it had no, something no, to do Chris, with no. our accident, Jimmy. No, no, Chris, please. Okay. I mean, are you asking whether or not he actually made a choice, said, no, I don't want to have another tag team partner for this thing? Or if they said, listen, it'd be too obvious that you would win and let, let's let's give it some time and have you do so. I have no idea what happened. Well, in, that in, was going to be my answer too. I have no idea. I, I don't know the answer to that. Well, neither do I. But he's been on TV on Rampage or, or you know, occasionally on Turner Networks, which is a large improvement over Honor Club, which, by the way, ever since that first report of there being 12,000 subscribers, we haven't heard a report since then. I wonder, <laughs> obviously it hasn't gone up any or they would have been talking about it, so. I wonder how many subscribers sub subscribers Mandy Rose has. That's right. Yeah, I haven't mm. heard about that either. Also, <laughs> haven't heard about how many buys there were for Supercard of Honor. Still, huh? True. Good, good point, actually. Um, and as a matter of fact, can we actually say that Mandy Sachs, yes, I said Sachs because that's what she calls herself, is actually making more money. I know not so much maybe now, but then AEW. Well, I mean, if she's making any profit, she's making more money than AEW. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's true. I mean, I mean we're seriously. making more money than AEW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait till they go to Wembley. <laughs> I mean, I, all I know about you, Jimmy, is you have enough money to buy cigarettes and fast food. That means you have more money than AEW. <laughs> wow, well, there you go. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway. Stuff. All right. Coming up next here, we've got a uh, TBS championship match between Jade Cargill and someone else who I basically have never heard of, and I have no idea how they earned a championship match. Uh, Billy Starks. Billy Starks, 18 yes. years old. 18. 18 years old. Is she 18? Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know she's 18? I'm pretty sure that I heard at least 100 or so times on this on this episode that she's 18. How old was she? 
Jimmy, wait, she's 18. Wait, wait, really? Jeff. Jeff, did you know she's minus 11 years old? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, commentary. <laughs> Holy crap. Wait, wait, minus 11? Wait, she's 18. Fuck. I didn't know. She's, but she's see, you've been up... Darling. She's been in the she Darling is. for about That's three true. years now. She's been wrestling since she was a, a mid-teenager, traveling with her parents. I actually did Illegally? an for Unpopular Review that never got you aired because the dummy Chris didn't know that the, that the interviews got deleted if you didn't use them after 15 days. So he lost a whole bunch of interviews. Not including me. a great one what? with Silas. Like, no, no, not, not this, not, not Chris Sams, the executive consultant, Chris Harris, um, who, by the way, you would, you might remember from the gift that went around when somebody was watching a WWE live show and a guy with a belt was there and they're yelling, are you going to defend it? And he's yelling, acknowledge me, acknowledge yeah, right. me. And the girl's like, that's a nice bell. Are you going to defend it? That's not funny. He's going, acknowledge me, acknowledge me. Yep, that's him. That's the very one and same. <laughs> oh, boy. That's unpopular indeed. <laughs> I'm just saying. This, this is exactly why I, I have my little caveat at the end of these shows. You can go ahead and try to add me. If you're wearing a fucking championship <laughs> belt in your in your profile picture, the answer's no. But, but footnote <laughs> on Billy Starks. This week I've seen her on NWA Power, on MLW really? Underground. And on AEW Battle of the Belts. Wow. And Ring of Honor. She we first saw I first saw her in Ring of Honor. In AEW Ring week. of Honor. But not this week. I'm just saying this week on TV. I've right, seen it. Right. And she is really uh, only eighteen though. And she's I, I have seen a, I have seen a clip that so far in her young career she has uh, broken the nose of uh, Britt Baker. <laughs> she's broken the nose of Emi Sakuraba or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, and she's also done a, a flipping leg drop on the apron to somebody where she legitimately dropped all of her weight on this person's neck. So, you know, great. She's minus 11 and that's really, really fun and interesting. But maybe she needs another few years before she should be on television. Just saying maybe possibly uh, yeah i know i don't understand why you would hire an 18 year old for a major promotion but who am i to judge yeah um basically uh this was a a very long match by the way this was the i think the longest or one of the Ridiculous. one of the longest matches of jade cargill's career she clearly the had longest really, easily really struggle against this against this woman but again what do you expect we've already seen her injure you know, two two legends in professional wrestling. So of course it's gonna be hard to beat her. She's she's that good that she's able to injure at least two people who are actual professional wrestlers. Um the booking here is pretty simple. Cargill wins with her jaded and uh afterwards Taya Valkyrie's music hits, she comes down, uh she ducks an attack, hits Cargill, and uh that's that's pretty much it. Uh Oh, and I forgot to mention on Rampage, also we had a little interaction between Tyler Valkyrie and Jay Cargill in a little oh, the little... Yeah, I wanted to touch right. on that because... I forgot about it, right. RJ City has less talent than the random white guy who never says anything in QTV, and he doesn't have the assets mm -hmm. of Harley Cameron. He, This guy offers nothing. Nothing. And uh, this match... Offered nothing, and I'm worried because why would you put Jade Cargill through the ringers against an 18-year-old? Makes no sense. I don't understand why she, out of all the wrestlers that Jade Cargill has actually faced, actually put on the best fight, pretty much. It does not make sense. It really doesn't. 
Chris, do you my, have an my, idea? Because I don't. My, my guess is that if you look at uh, TK's uh, browser history, the phrase <laughs> barely legal comes up a few times, and that's the reason. <laughs> you know your kid's in the background, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't saying. know what I just fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, um, no, you're right, though, and it's kind of bizarre. I mean, is there a chance now, guys, actually, that uh, Tyre Valkyrie might actually beat Jay Cargill? Because I feel like maybe they're going to go that way now. Yeah, I think there's a chance. I mean, they have built her up more than anyone else, but I mean, I don't, I don't think there's a solid chance of it for the reason that, that Chris has said week after week after week. But if they're going to do with it, I mean, she's Taya Valkyrie is is a little bit hot with the crowd. She has a little bit of steam. You can't hold something for Chris Stadler, and I don't know why everyone's so obsessed. Oh, with fuck it. Chris Stadler now at this point. I yeah, I mean, this. who knows if she'll ever come back? And and she's another you know IWC darling that they would forget about three weeks later. I have Valkyrie actually has some behind her end, but I actually fear that they had Jay do a longer match because they had a, they want to have to have her work a few matches that are more than five or six minutes and get to that eight, 10, 12 minute Wrong mark person, though. just to do a real match with Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, but you're not against Billy Starks, and there's one too many Starks as there is already, not well, just Billy, in WWE. Billy Starks doesn't work for AEW. She's just appearance talent. Also, oh, Billy whatever. and Ricky sound like they should be a brother and sister duo. So <laughs> you could have given her a different first name too, and it would have made it slightly less annoying. Yeah, like Silly Starks. Sarah. Sarah Starks. <laughs> it doesn't sound so much like Ricky Starks' sister, but Ricky yeah, but and Billy. She's actually pretty well-known on the indies, and they, they never change the name of the sort of well-known indie people when they bring No, that's what I'm saying. Just change your first name because the first names sound like they rhyme with Ricky, like just Ricky Billy, like or, just or, call her something else. Right, or why not like Billy Sparks? So it's not Starks. Right? I don't mind I mean, them keeping Starks. That's fine. But any anyway, yeah. Let's let's move on because I don't even want to fucking keep talking about this. Uh, Alex yeah. Abrahendes is backstage. Uh, he barges into the Elite's locker room and he asks Brandon Cutler for an update on the Elite. Cutler is yeah. standing there with his fucking mask on because why? Um takes off his mask and, and he tries to be tough, which, I mean, Brandon Cutler being tough is just, who? if you had that on your bingo card, congratulations. Um, basically, he says that, you know, you got to stand up to bullies in the Blackpool Combat Club who aren't from Blackpool and barely do any combat or in any or in any kind of club. Uh, they're they're, the they're bullies. Pocopool Club? They're bullies. And then um, uh, Michael Nakazawa says... Uh, uh, and no more. Uh, hey, no, that was he said, weird, bro. He said no nah. more. Um, he said no more. No more. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeff, what did you think of this backstage? Um, I thought more about when Taya pointed out that you can uh, own a move that that's been around forever and that she was using for years and years and years uh, when uh, Jade's only been wrestling for a cup of coffee. Um, yeah, th- I mean, this was shit, I mean, first of all, why do you have a backstage segment segment with Nakazawa and Cutler? Period. That's a waste of camera time. Why is Alex Marvez there? I mean, just like RJ City, these are these are these are four examples of of costs that you don't need to have that add absolutely zero to your show. But the the biggest ironic thing is they're talking about the Blackpool Combat Club are the bullies. No, the, the, the entire thing of the elite is they're bullies and they think they run the show. And I mean, it's, it was five minutes ago before they, since they were heels. That's know, backstage, though, technically, no, Jeff. Well, also on camera. I mean, five minutes ago, <sighs> they were heels. 
You know, no, but are they bullies on camera? Gang of nine of them. I mean, come on. I know that's true. They're, they're the biggest douchebags, you know, maybe in the sport. And this, this whole thing, you know, rings completely. And worse, we're going to get a match with Nakazawa and Cutler yeah. against the Blackpool Combat Club on TV. Wait, they said that? Yes. Next week, we're the last one standing. What? And we're going to take on, I don't what? know what team, which combination. I think it's probably going to be Cesaro and Yuta. What, what, what's the Cesaro what's and it? Superhuman, yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, they're going to get killed. That's going to be a match on Rampage. I mean, the only thing we can hope is that it's so brutal that they, they put those two in the hospital, you know, kayfabe or otherwise. Um, for good, forever. though. You're right, yeah, exactly. Forever. Yeah, I mean... Speaking of forever, anyone seen of forever guys, yet? This is forever. Oh, and you heard the, 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 the Matt Jackson? He's not going to get actual real treatment. He's going to get, like, sound therapy. Oh, and, yeah, I heard that. All sorts of woo-woo kind of, you know, homeopathic medicine. Didn't he learn from Kenny that that doesn't work? Has he not learned Christian nothing? AF. Jeff. Well, I mean, he didn't say he was going to pray and 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 let you know <laughs> the, the Holy Spirit heal him. I mean, he's he's like going into pagan stuff. But you know, anyway, Maybe. just get surgery, dummy. I mean, Kenny avoided surgery for whatever, and he and you know, and he's keeps telling us he's one injury away. Actually, you know, it's true. Not do whatever if you're one injury away. Actually, I take it back. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, don't conjure him being around forever. Yeah, you don't need any treatment. Go work through it, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you're good. You're good, man. Just tough it out. Yeah. Tough it out. Through, through Christ, all things are possible, Matt. Absolutely. Exactly. Spot on. Especially on Easter. Especially yeah. on Easter. Especially on Happy Zombie Weekend. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, QT Marshall, Powerhouse Hobbs, Aaron Solo, uh, Harley Cameron. Uh, they head to the ring, followed by the Lucha Brothers and Alex Abrahantes. Um, this was the one match on this card that actually made sense for the titles because, you know, the Lucha brothers have consecutively lost TNT title matches to powerhouse Hobbs. So it makes sense that Hobbs and a partner of his choosing would get a tag title match, I guess. Although I'm sure they haven't moved up the rankings since they haven't had any other tag team championship matches or other tag team matches, but nonetheless, um, This match was exactly what you would have expected if you saw on the card that Penta and his little brother were going to have a wrestling match. Um, To start the match off, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs exchanges elbows with Penta. Um, Pentagon, if I'm being really, really kind, is about 215 pounds. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs should not be exchanging elbow strikes with Penta. I don't give a fuck how not scared you are. Um, if a man who outweighs you by 80 pounds is hitting you with the full force of his elbow, you will be the one who falls down. Chris, I hated some of this. I, I hate to interject, but you're forgetting something very important on this holy Easter weekend. Pentagon is, in fact, a ninja skeleton. So he's extra powerful today. He is, in fact, that zombie, but he's a he's an angry zombie without fear, so he has extra power this oh, week. Oh, without fear. I mean, I don't want to get technical on you. Yeah, no. You know what? Hey, when you're wrong, you're wrong, Jeff. That's uh, that's that's, <laughs> true. that's good. Good stuff. Um, yeah. And, and then at one Phoenix point, but a resurrection. At one point, uh, oh, Penta was, was a cat, Felix. <laughs> at one point, uh, at one point. Penta was yeah. slapping both men in the chest um, while they just stood there and took his slaps. Uh, just stupid, <laughs> stupid cool, shit. Um, yeah. Eventually, uh, the Lucha Brothers get the win. 
uh, and they should have, I guess, booking wise, but God, I'm getting tired of their matches. It's the same match every single time. People have to sell ridiculous shit for them. Um, I've seen the same spots now from both of these guys a hundred times. Every time they try to do something new, uh, they break someone's leg. So I'm just tired of these guys in general. Uh, Jimmy, let's start with you. What did you think of this match? Well, first of all, I hated this match. I I was just daydreaming watching it at this point. But you bring up an interesting point. First of all, they break everyone's legs, but they also break their own legs all the time too. So there you go. That's double trouble for you. Um, Also, breaking arms. Exactly. Breaking arms, legs. They even do an electric boogaloos in the ring. But you're right, though. You're absolutely right. It's the same shtick week in, week out. And you know what's even more sad, guys? The fact that we're saying that. Because it wasn't too long ago that we were fans of these guys. But boy, oh boy, has AEW exposed their shit out of these two guys, man. I mean, they really have. They've they've exposed them. And get this. Since Ring of Honor is also a separate entity, apparently. It's a different company, right? It's completely different to AEW. We're getting a Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match this week on Dynamite. So exciting. All I've got to say is C and C to everything that both of you guys said. So I'm not going to repeat it, but I will say one thing that, that, that we have said, and we said it from day one when this happened, even before it actually played out, that putting Hobbs with QT Marshall and this and this bunch of fools would do nothing except reduce fools. Hobbs. And the TNT champion has no business being in a tag team match. It, it, there's, there's no rhyme or reason for it. Yes, the storyline put it this way but it was a bad idea storyline altogether it's this should happen when this matches book you know qt marshall is losing he's going to take the pin whatever so why saddle hobbs with that he's not even prevalent in in the qtv segments anymore and the one he did he did nothing except snarled and walked away it's it's all it's all dumb and again if they just focused on the qtv and tried to make it funny and and there's there's raw potential there. Just let Hobbs be Hobbs. Let him go out on his own. I, you know, well, you I, know what I, happened I, when he was on his own, Jeff. He was walking endlessly and didn't well, know where the arenas were. Story. Maybe, maybe they <laughs> yeah. need like a find your phone app. Maybe they couldn't find him. <laughs> yes. He really was. They just couldn't. They couldn't find him. And you know, maybe the camera guy worked for Hobbs. I don't know. But maybe this is. You, they keep giving people titles and then miring yeah. them with other people to 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 which bring brings them all down i mean you can go back to adam page when he was champion fucking around with the dark order i mean <laughs> wardlow immediately with ward joe i mean it's like the lesson never gets learned it's like it's it's not just doubling down it's tripling quadrupling down on on the same mistakes we you know when we see the same storyline in, in in the same goddamn shows or two months later i mean in one show we have two people with the i love my hat you know, I mean, come on. But, I mean, poor Hobbs. He, he has a TNT title, and it, it's, like, irrelevant three weeks later. Uh, well, from now on, I think we're going to call him no more Hobbs. It's Will Jobs. Right. That's and, the new know, name. One of the, fun, one of the good things QT Marshall said is, don't call him anything. It's either Powerhouse Hobbs or Champ. And, and JR Monster. calls him Willie Hobbs throughout the match. Get this, you know, champ is a derogatory term here in Australia. If you called someone, especially that's been in jail, a champ, 
you will get bashed. Like you will literally get hit for real. Well, because do you know, you know, you know what that means? means? Do you know the bash means having sex with them in Australia? No, no, no listen, actually, F is not a no, derogatory I'm being term serious. So well, no in Australia, it is. It no, means no, you're no. a bitch boy, literally. It like means you take boy, it like a champ. Take exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Chris is onto it. Chris is onto it. So, what does it mean if you actually have a, a title championship? Does do you just call it the Beltianship? <laughs> call him the champion. Simple. Well, you just told me it's derogatory. Champ. When you say it as champ. So, the, so you're saying the two syllables that make up I O N change the, the connotation? Don't also, ask me. Champ- I didn't come up with this shit. Also, the old saying "chomping at the bit" is not actually chomping; it's champing at the bit, which is what is which is the name of what horses do when you put a bit in their mouth. They champ mm-hmm. at the bit; they don't chomp at it. Exactly, spot on. Yeah, yeah true. It's a true story. Yeah, listen, but anyway, it's always an interesting show for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Battle of the Belts. An interesting show for all the wrong fucking reasons. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, this was fine. Uh, if they don't start mm. doing something interesting on Battle of the Belts soon, there won't be a Battle of the Belts 12. We'll put it that way. Um, it's but there will really, be a 7. Really... Yeah, well, there will be a 7, yeah. Um, just because of, you know, contractual, uh, you know, obligations. Um, <clears throat> but, man, they need to start doing something interesting with these. Otherwise, it's going to start to feel like, well, all they're doing is just defending meaningless championships one of our many meaningless championships um on a show where nobody who's involved in any kind of a storyline gets to have a gets to have a match for the championship and it doesn't do anything or lead to anything or push anything forward which is exactly what we got tonight and and, and you know what what else is even worse chris it was live bro it was live and it was meant to be not so much of a saturday night's main event it was meant to be more like Clash of the Champions, like WCW's Clash of the Champions. Yeah, and it, um, me- it was meant to be like a miniature pay-per-view. That's the way that right. they basically marketed and, it. To and start didn't with. they well, promise... Well, wait, one, one, one more thing. Right, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You can do a lot in an hour. How about have one hour, just say, like, for example, we had the 60-minute Iron Man match, right? Why not just have one match that is for the World Championship that actually means something on the show? That's it. Just one match. Where it actually means something, like The Rock and Mankind did back in the day on the Heat. Well, they're for example, in that, they're in that catch twenty-two where the audience is too small; it's too risky to do it. You know, the, oh, they have a world championship hour-long match, and, and three hundred thousand people watch it. Exactly, I bet you the ratings. The NHL. Yeah, don't be surprised if the ratings will be about around the two eighty mark for this show for sure. Battle of the Belts. I, I won't be surprised, but I mean, this might not be worse. But add piling on. I didn't even know there was a battle of the belts. Neither did I. Dynamite. I had Until no Dynamite. idea. No hype. We, no mention of it at all. Chris, the did three you of, see the, it? I the three of us were literally in a group chat when I found out that that's that that was happening this week. And you said, "Oh, we're 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 pulling a, a triple duty this week, and we're doing battle of the belts." And I went, "Ah, fuck! There's a battle <laughs> of the belts this week." Because we knew it was gonna suck even worse than Rampage. No, my, no. I think what Chris is saying is that. At least two out of three of us, our first reaction was Battle of the Belts is this weekend? Are you yeah, sure? What? And that too. Right. No, I agree. And yeah, Jimbo says, I predict Dynamite next week will do a 780K. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise Wouldn't me. Surprise me. And he also says, man, the, com- the concept of Battle of the Belts sounds nice and interesting, but the execution has been consecutively terrible. 
Yeah. Which is facts. Well, Tony sold us on a bill of goods thinking that he could sell the network, that he could have a two or three hour slot on Saturday nights, like Saturday night's main event used to get. You used to right. get, used to get Saturday Night Live's uh, slot. So there was an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I can't remember exactly. It was but two hours. They're, they're like, nah, we'll give you an hour. <laughs> well, we'll give you an hour. And that's too much. All right. Um, it is uh, it is Easter weekend. Uh, it is it is zombie weekend. And uh, my daughter, in case anybody's not watching, just placed a stuffed octopus on my head. So, do you like that hat? I I love this hat. Um, all right, guys. Let's uh, let's tell the people where, where they can find us and get the hell out of here. Jeff, why don't you go first? You can find me, well, on the PWC with these guys and oftentimes right here on Channel Attitude and Hanmi Media Group when they allow me on. Uh, maybe I got fired after yesterday. You never know. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. I would love if you would follow me. We'll have some fun. And you can find me also on PWC Hammerlock Hangover, which is a wrestling show I do with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. As I like to call him Esteban Pineapple. But I've learned the Pena actually means more like pothole. Uh, but I think Pineapple is funnier. Uh, uh, and we actually did a show first time in a month that, that uh, was supposed to drop yesterday, but I guess it's maybe dropping now. Uh, in addition to that, my non-wrestling shows, Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Uh, this week on Garden Views, we're going to have a uh, geopolitical military expert on that uh, went to Harvard and all sorts of shit like that, has worked with NATO on the Balkans Project, been in, in Afghanistan, in Iraq. Work with the department, director of national security, consult with that, everyone you can think of. So we're talking about all sorts of real life stuff. Garden of Doom, the last two weeks. Today I dropped Ataria. Last week I dropped Chris Sams, the only six-time, six-time guest on Atlantis. Uh, so, uh, and then in the middle of the week I dropped something on Osiris is Everywhere. So it's like Elvis. Elvis is everywhere. Osiris is everywhere. So <laughs> Elvis is check everywhere. That shit so you can find it on the PWC or you know uh, other fine places, including the Humming Media Group or Wrestling Soup. Shout out to those guys. Uh, you know, so check it out and follow me. I'll follow you back. Yo yo, uh, Jimmy. Where can the people find you, buddy? Well, like Jeff said, you can find me right here on channelattitude.com. Where for five bucks you get the best talk in pro wrestling, and I truly mean that. Also, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network and like and subscribe at the PWC Network.podbean.com and Hamin Media Group.podbean.com where you can find all sorts of shows at those places. And I think that's about it for me, Chris. All right, cool. Well, you can find me at all the places that these guys mentioned. Um, you can also find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisSams1. You can listen. You can uh, read as I talk about uh, pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell comes to my brain. Um, you can also find me worshiping this miniature Cthulhu. Look, look, <laughs> look, look! It's just given birth to an oh, egg. Oh wow! All right. Wow. Um, that's gonna do it for Battle <laughs> for of the Wedding of the Jew. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's, that's gonna do it for Battle of the Belts. Uh, so for Jimmy, for Jeff. Uh, for you, the wonderful audience Ugh. of uh, of channelattitude.com, uh, you've been great. We've been awesome. Ole, and have a good fucking weekend. Happy Easter. Stable, my friends. Happy resurrection.
Ich bin noch klar.